0: Hey, Pop, don't you think it's time you start dating again? Who with? Well, I happen to know Florence Gilbert, for example, down at the Rotary Club, thinks you're quite a catch. She looks like Ernest Borgnine. Is that such a bad thing? Yeah. What about Jane Clark? Jane Clark? Jane of the jungle, got more body hair than I do. She's a fur-bearing mammal, for God's sake. Doris Sabrinsky, huh? I know she's a little heavy, but she loves to fish. You get her on the boat... Doris Sabrinsky is dead. She is? She choked to death on a stack of pancakes two weeks ago at the Lions Club charity breakfast. Wow. I think it's how she would have wanted to go. Bob. Yeah? Listen to me. You can't sit around waiting for another Ariel to walk into your life. Thanks for the Phillips. Drink them. What? Remember when you were a kid? Your mother baked that rhubarb pie for my birthday? She swelled up like a balloon. Broke out in hives. She didn't know she was allergic to rhubarb. Oh, she knew. She baked it anyway, because she knew it was my favorite. What made you think of that, Pop? I don't know. I think about things like that all the time. Hey, Pop are you alright you get out of here and let me watch my program and close the door when you go because I don't want those mosquitoes coming in here they're crazy about my macaroni and cheese dish I
1: Hey, here we are at episode 16 of the Midnight Centerphile. Thank you for joining in. My name, as always, is West Nations, coming to you from Texas. First up, we're going way back to 1961 with Willie Nelson's Funny How Time Slips Away. A lot of people have covered this song, including my favorite singer, Al Green. Glenn Campbell also had a version on his final album in 2017. But Willie's is the best. Here we go. It's Willie Nelson with Funny How Time Slips Away.
2: How am I doing? Oh, I guess that I'm doing fine. It's been so long now, but it seems now that it was only yesterday. Gee, ain't it funny? How time slips away How's your new love? I hope that he's doing fine I heard you told him That you'd love him Till the end of time Now that's the same thing That you told me Seems like Just the other day Gee, ain't it funny How time I gotta go now I guess I'll see you around Don't know when though Never know when I'll be back in town But remember What I tell you In time You're gonna pay And it's surprising How time
1: Now, a word from our sponsor. Alright, we're gonna keep rolling with Albert Hammond, It Never Rains in Southern California. This comes out of 1972 and it featured instrumental backing by the LA session musicians, The Wrecking Crew. If you don't know who The Wrecking Crew is, they were session musicians from Los Angeles. Played with everybody from Sonny and Cher, Mamas and the Papas, Frank Sinatra, and so on and so on. But here you go, a nice tune from the 70s, Albert Hammond with It Never Rains in Southern California.
3: self-respect I'm out of breath I'm a Oh,
1: Albert Hammond with It Never Rains in Southern California and we are going to keep it around the same time 1974 with Dave Loggins Please Come to Boston It comes off the album Apprentice in a musical workshop It's interesting to note that the three verses of the song are each a plea from the narrator to a woman he hopes will join him in Boston Denver and Los Angeles and as you'll find out She says no, and later states that she's, quote, the number one fan of the man from Tennessee. That man being Dave Loggins. So here we go. From 1974, Dave Loggins with Please Come to Boston.
4: Boston for the springtime I'm staying here with some friends And they've got lots of room And you can sell your paintings on the sidewalk and buy a cafe where I hope to be working soon Please come to Boston She said, no, would you come home to me? And she said, hey, rampant boy, now won't you settle down? Boston ain't your kind of town. There ain't no goal and there ain't nobody like me. I'm the number one fan of the man from Tennessee. Come to Denver with the snowfall. We'll move up into the mountains, so far that we can't be found. And through our love, you echoes down the canyons, and then lie awake at night till they come back around. Denver, she said no, boy, would you come home to me? And she said, around hey, and boy, why don't you settle down? Denver ain't your kind of town. There ain't no goal and
1: there ain't nobody like me.
4: Cause I'm the number one fan of the man from Tennessee. Now this drifter's world goes round and round And I doubt that it's ever gonna stop But of all the dreams I've lost or found And all that I ain't got I still need to link to Somebody I can sing to Please come to L.A. California life alone is just too hard to build I live in a house that looks out over the ocean And there's some stars that fell from the sky Living up on the hill Please come to L.A. She just said no Boy, won't you come home to me she said, hey, round boy, why don't you settle down? The L.A. can't be your kind of town. There ain't no go and there ain't nobody like me. No, no, I'm the number one fan of the man from Tennessee. I'm the number one fan of the man from Tennessee.
1: Alrighty. That was Dave Loggins with Please Come to Boston. That's a masterpiece. Beautifully written song. And that concludes episode 16 of the Midnight Cinephile. I want to thank you for joining in. I love those three songs. I hope you did too. And until next time, take care of yourself. So long from Texas.
3: I knew these people... These two people, they were in love with each other. The girl was very young, about 17 or 18, I guess. And the guy was quite a bit older. And he was kind of raggedy and wild. And she was very beautiful, you know? Yeah. And together they turned everything into a kind of an adventure. And she liked that. Just an ordinary trip down to the grocery store was full of adventure. And they were always laughing at stupid things. He liked to make her laugh. And they didn't much care for anything else. Uh, because all they wanted to do was be with each other. They were always together.
2: Sounds like they were very happy.
3: (laughs) Yes, they were. They were real happy. And he... he loved her more than... he ever felt possible. He couldn't stand being away from her uh, during the day when he went to work. So he'd quit. Just to be home with her. Then he'd get another job when the money ran out. And then he'd quit again. But pretty soon she started to worry. money i guess not having enough Hmm? not knowing when the next check was coming in yeah i
0: know that feeling
3: so he started to get kind of torn inside
0: how do you mean
3: well he knew he had to work to support her but he couldn't stand being away from her either he was away from her, the crazier he got. Except now, he got really crazy. He started imagining all kinds of things. Like what? He started thinking that she was seeing other men on the sly. He'd come home from work and accuse her of spending the day with somebody else. You'd yell at her and break things in the trailer.
0: Excuse me, sir, but were you to with me the other day? I don't mean to pry. No. Oh.
3: <laughs> I thought I recognized your voice for a minute. No. It wasn't me.
0: Hmm. Please go on.
3: Anyway, he started to drink real bad and he'd stay out late to test her.
0: What do you mean, test her?
3: To see if she'd get jealous. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
3: He wanted her to get jealous, but she didn't. She just worried about him, but that got him even madder. because he thought if she never got jealous of him that she didn't really care about him. Jealousy was a sign of her love for him. And then one night, one night she told him that she was pregnant. She was about three or four months pregnant and he didn't even know. And then suddenly everything changed. He stopped drinking He was convinced that she loved him now because she was carrying his child. And he was going to dedicate himself to making a home for her. But a funny thing started to happen. What? He didn't even notice it at first. She started to change. From the day the baby was born, she began to get irritated with everything around her. She got mad at everything. Even the baby seemed to be an injustice to her. He kept trying to make everything all right for her, buy her things, take her out to dinner once a week. But nothing seemed to satisfy her. For two years, he struggled to pull them back together like they were when they first met. And Finally, he knew that it was never gonna work out. So he hit the bottle again, but this time it got mean. This time when he came home late at night, She wasn't worried about him or jealous. She was just enraged. She accused him of holding her captive by making her have a baby. She told him that she dreamed about escaping. That was all she dreamed about, escape. She saw herself at night running naked down a highway, running across fields, running down riverbeds, always running. And always, just when she was about to get away, he'd be there. He would stop her somehow. He would just appear and stop her. And when she told him these dreams, he believed them. He knew she had to be stopped or she'd leave him forever. So he tied a cowbell to her ankle so he could hear at night if she tried to get out of bed she learned how to muffle the bell by stuffing a sock into it and inching her way out of the bed and into the night. He caught her one night when the sock fell out and he heard her trying to run to the highway. He caught her, dragged her back to the trailer and tied her to the stove with his belt. He just left her there and went back to bed and lay there listening to her scream. Then he listened to his son scream. He was surprised at himself because he didn't feel anything anymore. All he wanted to do was sleep. And for the first time, he wished he were far away. Lost in a deep, vast country where nobody knew him. Somewhere without language or streets. And he dreamed about this place without knowing its name. And when he woke up, he was on fire. There were blue flames burning the sheets of his bed. He ran through the flames toward the only two people he loved. But they were gone. His arms were burning. And he threw himself outside and and rolled on the wet ground. Then he ran. He never looked back at the fire. He just ran. He ran until the sun came up. And he couldn't run any further sun went down he ran again for five days he ran like this until every sign of man